Chapter Two, Section Twelve of the Greek View of Life by Goldsworthy Lowes Dickinson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Geeson. Chapter Two, Section Twelve. Summary. We have now given some account of the general character of the Greek state the ideas that underlay it, and the criticism of those ideas suggested by the course of history, and formulated by speculative thought. It remains to offer certain reflections on the political achievement of the Greeks, and its relation to our own ideas. The fruitful and positive aspect of the Greek state that which fastens it upon the eyes of later generations as upon a model if not to be copied at least to be praised and admired is that identification of the individual citizen with the corporate life which delivered him from the narrow circle of personal interests into a sphere of wider views and higher aims the greek citizen as we have seen in the best days of the best states in athens for example in the age of pericles was at once a soldier and a politician body and mind alike were at his country's service and his whole ideal of conduct was inextricably bound up with his intimate and personal participation in public affairs if now with this ideal we contrast the life of an average citizen in a modern state the absorption in private business and family concerns the greasy domesticity to use a phrase of byron's that limits and clouds his vision of the world we may well feel that the greeks had achieved something which we have lost and may even desire to return so far as we may upon our steps and to re-establish that interpenetration of private and public life by which the individual citizen was at once depressed and glorified it may be doubted however whether such a procedure would be in any way possible or desirable for in the first place the existence of the greek citizen depended upon that of an inferior class who were regarded not as ends in themselves but as means to his perfection and that is an arrangement which runs directly counter to the modern ideal all modern societies aim to this extent at least at equality that their tendency so far as it is conscious and avowed is not to separate off a privileged class of citizens set free by the labour of others to live the perfect life but rather to distribute impartially to all the burdens and advantages of the state so that every one shall be at once a labourer for himself and a citizen of the state 
but this ideal is clearly incompatible with the greek conception of the citizen it implies that the greater portion of every man's life must be devoted to some kind of mechanical labour whose immediate connection with the public good though certain is remote and obscure and that in consequence a deliberate and unceasing preoccupation with the end of the state becomes as a general rule impossible and in the second place the mere complexity and size of a modern state is against the identification of the man with the citizen for on the one hand public issues are so large and so involved that it is only a few who can hope to have any adequate comprehension of them and on the other the subdivision of functions is so minute that even when a man is directly employed in the service of the state his activity is confined to some highly specialised department he must choose for example whether he will be a clerk in the treasury or a soldier but he cannot certainly be both in the greek state any citizen could undertake simultaneously or in succession and with complete comprehension and mastery every one of the comparatively few and simple public offices in a modern state such an arrangement has become impossible the mere mechanical and physical conditions of our life preclude the ideal of the ancient citizen but it may be said the activity of the citizen of a modern state should be and increasingly will be concerned not with the whole but with the part by the development of local institutions he will come more and more to identify himself with the public life of his district and his town and will bear to that much the same relation as was borne by the ancient greek to his city-state certainly so far as the limitation of area and the simplicity and intelligibility of issues is concerned such an analogy might be fairly pressed and it is probably in connection with such local areas that the average citizen does and increasingly will become aware of his corporate relations but on the other hand it can hardly be maintained that public business in this restricted sense either could or should play the part in the life of the modern man that it played in that of the ancient greek for local business after all is a matter of sewers and parks and however great the importance of such matters may be and however great their claim upon the attention of competent men yet the kind of interest they awaken and the kind of faculties they employ can hardly be such as to lead to the identification of the individual ideal with that of public activity 
the life of the greek citizen involved an exercise the finest and most complete of all his powers of body soul and mind the same can hardly be said of the life of a county councillor even of the best and most conscientious of them and the conclusion appears to be that that fusion of public and private life which was involved in the ideal of the greek citizen was a passing phase in the history of the world that the state can never occupy again the place in relation to the individual which it held in the cities of the ancient world and that an attempt to identify in a modern state the ideal of the man with that of the citizen would be an historical anachronism nor is this a conclusion which need be regretted for as the sphere of the state shrinks it is possible that that of the individual may be enlarged the public side of human life it may be supposed will become more and more mechanical as our understanding and control of social forces grow but every reduction to habit and rule of what were once spiritual functions implies the liberation of the higher powers for a possible activity in other regions and if advantage were taken of this opportunity the inestimable compensation for the contraction to routine of the life of the citizen would be the expansion into new spheres of speculation and passion of the freer and more individual life of the man end of chapter two the greek view of the state recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey